Hello to all the mamas listening. I'm Eden, Brittany's daughter. I want to let you know that us kids need our parents praying for us. Mama made a beautiful prayer journal to help you do that. Find the Head to Toe Prayer Journal at www.nohighercalling.org. Ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Hey ladies, welcome back to the No Higher Calling podcast. It is always a joy to have Sarah Boots from All Together Lovely Collective join me. Sarah, thanks so much for coming on. I always love being here. Thanks for having me. Oh goodness, it's such a treat. And uh, we've said it before, but we've talked about like everything (laughs) under the sun. And so we decided to throw in another random topic, um, but one that has been highly requested. And you just have some great info that I thought is going to just be very helpful in this topic, and that is simplifying meal planning. Um, I think that, you know, when we look, we've this month we've been focusing on simplifying so many different areas of life, but as wife and mom and homemaker, meals are something that it's just every day, three times a day, and it can feel so overwhelming, and yet it is mm-hmm. such a real integral part of our everyday life. Um, and you had posted a blog that just, like, blew my mind at the simplicity yet like practicality of what you were saying. And so I messaged you and I was like, hey, you've got to come on the podcast again and share this with my listeners. Mm -hmm. Uh, So thank you once again for coming on. Um, Just in case somebody's new to hearing one of our episodes, you want to introduce a little bit about who you are and what you do, and then we'll just go away with meal planning. (laughs) Yeah, sure. My name is Sarah. Um, I, like she said, I'm over on altogetherlovely.co is my Instagram and then altogetherlovelycollective is my blog. My website and Instagram account and all that, it is really about rhythms of the home. And Mm -hmm. especially even in this, in this new year, I really want to, um, simplify my, my, Instagram account and my blog to just really focus on rhythms of the home and how those rhythms can make us available and have more time to number one, serve the Lord, Mm -hmm. number two, serve our families, number three, do things that we are interested in doing. For example, you've got a podcast. I have a blog. Like, is there space in our day to do things that we really would love to do like that? And, um, simplifying or um, systematizing things in our home Mm -hmm. is huge for giving you that extra time for doing things that that are extra. Yeah. 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 So it is nice. And so coming, saying all that, and then coming to meal planning, meal planning is huge to systematize because Mm -hmm. uh, it is a major, major pain point really causes me pain. (laughs) (laughs) I like, we've been married for almost 15 years Uh now and I still loathe 
meal planning. <laughs> I really loathe it. And actually on Instagram a few weeks ago, someone – because I, I try to always share our meals, yeah. especially with my daughter. She's 10 and she's actually cooking a lot more, which yes. is such a blessing. It's so nice. I mean, the other day she made, um, I think I shared this, the firecracker meatballs. Mm, she made yeah. those all by herself. They were delicious. It's so nice. Anyways, someone asked on the Instagram account, so do you love cooking? Because you always have these really nice meals. And I'm like, no, I do not <laughs> love cooking. I what I love, and honestly, I think this I, probably a lot of people would agree with me. I don't love the home, like the homemaking stuff. I don't really love it, but I love serving my family through mm. it. Yeah. So it's just, it is an avenue of serving. So I love the serving. I don't love the actual making of the food mm-hmm. or planning. P- specifically, we're talking about planning and I seriously loathe meal planning. <laughs> I really don't like it. And you know, I've it just amazes written- me that I have been cooking for so long. And I feel like every week I meal plan on Fridays. And every Friday I sit down and I draw this like mental blank. And maybe it's just my own like deficiency in brainwaves these days. But I'm like, <laughs> I, I sit there and I think, what do we eat? Like, what do, what do we even enjoy? What meals are out there? You know, I come up with like, okay, spaghetti, pizza. And it's always like the same three or four things. Yeah. I'm like, why is this? I do this every week. Why can't I think of more mm-hmm. food? I know. And that's actually, when we first started, I think I'm probably getting a little ahead of myself, but that's okay. When we first started like compiling a list of foods, when I first realized, okay, this is a pain point and yeah. I need to fix this. The first thing I did was compile a list mm-hmm. of about 20 meals. And it worked really well for a little while. And then I realized out of those 20 meals, I had about 10 favorite meals. <laughs> and I made those 10 meals over and over and over again. <laughs> and then I thought, you know what? I'm so bored of these meals. We need to come up with something different. So when you're coming up with – so what I'm going to share today Mm -hmm. is that blog post basically that you were talking about. And it's basically the steps I took to fix this pain point in my life. Yeah. The first step I took was to compile my list. And so then I came across that next payment point. Okay, I compiled this list of meals. This is working really, really well until, wow, these I'm so bored of these meals. Mm-hmm. So we needed to figure something else out. And so that's when I thought, you know what? Meal anchors, I've seen a lot of people do that. That would be really fun. So that was the next step. So mm-hmm. then I decided on the anchors that I wanted to do each week. This really does help because first, you're not eating the same things over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And second, you're eliminating the decision fatigue. So instead of choosing a meal from your list of 25 to 30 meals or however many meals you have, mm-hmm. you're instead now choosing from just the five or 10 that are on that day's anchor, basically. Yeah. So um, I'll just talk through real quick what my meal anchors are because maybe that will give somebody some ideas, spark mm-hmm. some imagination for people. So on Mondays, we do sandwiches. Now, this is my meal anchors for fall and winter, and I have a different one for spring and summer. Mm-hmm. So since we're in the winter now, this is what we've got for yeah. winter. So on Mondays, we do sandwiches, and I'm sure your Mondays are like our Mondays. Sunday's crazy. Yes. So Monday, Monday is recovery just, day. Yeah. Sun, uh, Monday, you just 
need to take a break and you really don't feel like being in the kitchen that long. So mm-hmm. that's why we choose sandwiches. And um, we we do like grilled cheese, sloppy joes, Philly cheesesteak sloppy joes. Those are amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a plug for those. So not your normal sloppy joes, but they're so good. And then a lot of times when we do sandwiches, we'll do the homemade French fries, which is – I know bagged French fries in the freezer section are so easy, but homemade French fries are amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we make this homemade fry sauce. Wow. It's really <laughs> unbelievable. Other ideas are quick French dip sandwiches. Those are really, really simple, quick Easy. That's a really nice meal for when you don't have a lot of time. Cold cuts, simple. You don't have to really do anything but throw the stuff on the bread. (laughs) Burgers. And then we'll do like wraps or, you know, anything like in a tortilla shell. Those Mm -hmm. make really nice sandwichy, in quotes, type meals. On Tuesdays, you got to do Taco Tuesday for Tuesdays. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I use... Tuesdays for basically any any sort of Mexican. So it's okay. not just tacos, but any sort of Mexican. So we'll do taco salad with chips, maybe fajitas. Leftover fajita meat makes amazing fajita quesadillas. Have you ever had a fajita quesadilla? I have not. Yeah. So you take your leftover fajita meat and you just stick it on a tortilla, put the cheese on, and then put it um, – do, put it in your pan, and I, all I can think of is roast. <laughs> We're not roasting. <laughs> just cook it in a skillet. And it – oh, they're so delicious. And then you cut them in little pieces and then dip them in, you know, your sour yeah. cream or whatever. Oh, the, it's really, really yummy. And it just has that extra flavor. It, it just takes a quesadilla up an extra notch. Yeah, really good. So that's a good thing for leftovers. Yeah. And then – We've we do the Southwest quinoa stuffed peppers, so those are really good. In mm-hmm. fact, those are E's most requested meal. She loves those. You could do taco casserole, street tacos. I love doing street tacos. That's actually one I like to do for a company too. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesdays, you're the same church. Yes. So Wednesdays are always hard because you're tr- we we live thirty minutes from church, so mm-hmm. we're trying to get out the door much earlier than what we used to. And so we have to eat early. We try to eat at five on Wednesdays. Um, so we need fast again. Yeah. So on Wednesdays, I typically do any, if if maybe we have leftovers, which typically by this time in the week, we don't because we're eating. I'll talk about this a little bit later, but we are eating leftovers for lunch. Mm-hmm. So usually Wednesday, we don't have leftovers. So I'll do like a quickie type of a meal. And these are my favorite. So a chicken salad with rotisserie, chicken and a bagged salad. Mm. So easy, so healthy, so quick. Smoothies, I know it's winter. Smoothies still work, you know, yeah. if you're if you're in a pinch and you need something quick. <laughs> and then I love doing a baked potato bar mm. and also ham and cheese quesadillas. Those are so easy too. Um, my sister-in-law introduced these to me. So it's just tortilla, ham, cheese, and then a little squirt of um, barbecue sauce. Mm. Or if you don't feel like doing barbecue sauce, you could do salsa. Yeah. And then Cook that up in the pan. Really delicious. Another favorite is naan pizza. Grab grab a um, mm-hmm. naan from your grocery store and then just put the sauce and the cheese and whatever, like if you want to put a meat or whatever you're doing for pizza. So easy. So yeah. those are my favorite really quick 
meals. It's always nice to have a stash of those yes. in your back pocket for when, you know, when you're gone all day and you didn't mean to be and you need something <laughs> yes. quick and it's six o'clock at night or seven. <laughs> it's always nice to have those. Yeah. And then on Thursdays we do soups. So, I mean, if you're, if it's fall or winter, you have to have soup at least mm. once a week. <laughs> hey, it's so summer here and we're still eating soup. So. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. So, soup's good anytime. But then Everybody has their favorite soup. So my husband loves white chicken chili. So I'll do that a lot. Cheeseburger soup. I know a lot of people talk about that. Ham, potato, corn chowder. That's another favorite around here. We love that one. Um, And then my sister-in-law makes a Zupa Toscana. That's really good. So Friday, Friday night, this is our pizza night. Or this is something that is extremely important for our family. And I'll tell you why it's also company night. And I'm thinking, you know what? Company is not an anchor. (laughs) It doesn't match all the other anchors, but this works really, really well to include it in your meal anchors Mm -hmm. because it basically says Friday nights is the night that we're going to have company. And then you have your list of food that you do on Friday nights for company. So like I said, we it's pizza night, but if we don't have if we're having company, then I have this list of company foods and mm-hmm. it's like the people please or you know the crowd pleaser yes. foods that everybody loves. Um and it it works so well to have just a night already planned. Yeah. So that you can literally say on Sunday to your friend, "Hey, do you guys want to come over on Friday?" It's not cuz if you don't put it in your plan like this, a lot of times what happens is you talk about having your friend over with your friend. You talk about it with them for months. Hey, we got to have you over sometime. Yeah, we'll have you over. Okay, yeah, when are we going to do that? And it never happens. (laughs) But if you already have it worked into your schedule, you already know, okay, Friday night, that's when we're going to have company. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. To have people over because it's already planned. Yes. So that is that's one of those things at the beginning when I was talking about systematizing that something that com- um, company mm-hmm. you basically just systematized it into your life. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so unhospitable, <laughs> but it really actually is. Well, no, I think <laughs> very it's great beneficial. for like just the practicality of making it happen. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our Tuesday was our company night. And I say was because we're about to have a baby, so we're all companied out for a little (laughs) while. Um, But it was so helpful, and it helped me plan ahead. Like, I just knew, okay, hey, I need to text, you know, people for the next two weeks or whatever, and go Mm -hmm. ahead and just set it up and get it on my calendar. My husband knew, don't plan anything on Tuesday night. We're more than likely going to have somebody over. Um, The kids knew, hey, Tuesday is our cleaning day. Like the bathroom better be clean on Tuesday because we're going to have company. But it was so helpful to just have that planned into our rhythm of life. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it it really, really does make a difference. And it almost forces you to have people over, you know, because we have a company day and we're not having people over. And then if your kids know about it, Mm -hmm. mom, I thought Friday night was company night. How come we're not having people over? So it just works out really, really well. I, yeah. I It's worked out well for us. Sounds like it's worked out well for you. So the meals, the company meals, people-pleasing meals that we like, charcuterie board chicken mm. shawarma. Chicken shawarma is so delicious. And I feel like 
that meal is one of the most flavorful meals that I make out of Mm -hmm. all the meals. The seasonings in that chicken are so it's it's like such a depth of flavor. It's really hard to describe, but it's delicious. And it sounds weird. Shawarma sounds like, oh man, my kids wouldn't like that. But really <laughs> from all the children I've made it for, everybody has liked it. Yeah. And it's really fun to do like a charcuterie style because then you can put – so there's shawarma all over the place. So, But I feel like typically we get like a Greek feel. Yes. Um, so we'll do pita chips and hummus and then flatbreads or, mm-hmm. or pita bread or um, naan. Um, let's see. What else would we – oh, and then like your vegetable topping. So you mm-hmm. do your um, – uh, not celery. Um, cucumber. Yes. Cucumber, <laughs> tomato. Yeah. And onion, and then make a tzatziki sauce. Mm. Oh my word, it is so delicious! It is really my mouth is watering because it's <laughs> about to be dinner time. And well, it's <laughs> not dinner time really for yummy. me, and I'm still like, I need to go eat something. I want <laughs> soup now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, another one that I love, love, love to do is million dollar spaghetti. Oh, that is yeah, delicious. I love that. Yeah, it's a ba- it's basically like a spaghetti form of lasagna. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to put together. It's delicious. And that one's really nice too. If you have, um, all- like gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So I'll do, I'll do a pan of, cause actually I, if I make that for company, I have to make something different for myself cause I can't have the noodles. So I'll do like a pan of the regular noodles and then I'll do a pan of the spaghetti, um, squash noodles. Okay, And it yeah. tastes, it's, Oh, it's delicious. Even with the spaghetti squash, it's really, really good. So that's fun to do. Then you just do like a Caesar salad and a um, te- like a Texas toast or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's quick, easy, delicious. And then like a baked potato bar. That's always really fun mm-hmm. to do. A street taco bar. I love doing street taco bar. And whenever we have something like that, I always like a Mexican meal. I'll try to do a Mexican dessert that goes along with it. Somebody messaged me a while back when we were talking about hospitality. And she's like, I always get so flustered for guests because I just stress out about the food. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, this, this this is why this type of um, having the anchors is yes. such a blessing really because it takes the stress out of thinking about the food. If you know, okay, these are the five meals that I have for company then you just pick one of those. You don't have mm-hmm. to, you know, search on the internet for hours trying to find the perfect meal. No, yeah. this is what we're having when we have company. Then, we, so that was kind of long Friday, but then Saturdays we do meat and potatoes, and kind of by potatoes I mean starch. So it's not like every Saturday we have meat and potatoes, but yeah. it could be, you know, a meat and rice or um, what else? What else are some starchy kind of things? I don't know. It's mostly it's mostly potatoes and rice for us. Yeah. That's what we're usually doing. But um, we do like we could do, we'll do a roast or we'll do uh, we have a honey mustard chicken recipe that I do in the instant pot that's really really good that we serve over rice. There's a garlic honey chicken that I do really good over rice. Min- oh, this is wonderful for a quick meal. Mini meatloaves. Oh, mm. those are so nice. Yeah. Do like a baked potato and a mini meatloaf. Easy easy meal. Mm-hmm. Fast delicious. And then on Sundays, 
Um, oh, by the way, there's tons. That's the biggest list. So if you go to that blog post, there's so many ideas <laughs> under that that section that we absolutely love. Yeah. And then on Sundays, you're probably like us. We're home for about one to two hours on yes. Sundays, on Sunday afternoons. So Sundays are weird, crazy days. I, I know when we were first married, I always had a headache on Sundays. Mm. So now that we've grown up a little bit and I got a little smarter, I try to like, okay, make sure I'm still bringing my food to church or whatever I need yeah. to do. So we don't end up having a headache, but Sundays are still weird. And we'll get home at nine, nine thirty at night and everybody's starving. Mm -hmm. So, oh, oh, well, let me get to lunch. So on Sundays for lunch, this is when we have leftovers. Yeah. So all week we haven't really had leftovers because I, I already mentioned on Wednesdays I have written down to have leftovers, but we don't ever have leftovers because mm -hmm. we don't have them because we've eaten them already for lunch. So on Sundays, this is usually on Saturday, that meat and potato meal. Yes. I'll make a massive meal so that we can have a good Sunday dinner mm -hmm. lunch. You know, we're eating at three o'clock. Yes. So it's like a it's like a lunch slash dinner. So that's always nice. So I, on Saturdays, I do try to make sure like non-negotiable, we have to make, I want to make a good dinner Saturday night so that we have that food mm -hmm. for Sunday. Sometimes I don't. And then we end up having to go out to eat because unless I feel like doing a quickie, you yes. know, like one of those quick meals. Um, but anyway, so that's a Saturday's leftovers is mm -hmm. what we do on Sunday. And then Sunday night, you know, everybody's starving and it's super, super late. So what we'll do then for our, like our Sunday snack is we'll do the nacho, um, grande, which I mentioned before where you just put, it's so easy. You stick it in the oven till the cheese melts and then you're good to go. And that's what we have. Yeah. And it's like, if you're still hungry after that, sorry, that's what we had had for dinner. So <laughs> so do you guys do something like that we on Sunday do. nights? Or? Yeah. We just, we call it a snacky dinner. Either mm -hmm. like whatever I can pull out or, you know, just fruit dips. I'll make different dips. We have a bean dip mm, that we really like. So we'll just whip that up really fast. It, it really is whatever we can just like get on the table, eat fast, and then get the kids off to bed. Because Sunday is just, by the time we get to Sunday night, <sighs> we are all so tired and done that it's like, yes, we're hungry, but we just want to go to bed. So whatever yeah. fills us enough to just go to bed. And that is the perfect example of why Mondays you don't feel like doing it like cooking. Yes. <laughs> Sundays were so crazy. I'm just trying well, to get my life Monday back in order. Too, on Monday. Yes. Monday is my like, okay, we need to get laundry going. We need to like get a good school week off the ground. So mm -hmm. if I'm going to be successful in those areas, I can't be having this fancy dinner on Monday. I need something exactly. that's just, I can mm -hmm. whip it out. Yep. Uh, we are the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Ministry life, right? Yep. Yep. It's so, but it's, it's, it's good. It's fun. I, yeah. Sundays are probably my favorite days of day of the week. I just love Sundays. Yeah. It's such love being at church, love being with our friends, love being with the people, fellowshipping, love hearing the messages and teaching in the Sunday school classes. It's just, yeah. it's always, it's always such a joy. Third point is stock your fridge and pantry. Mm -hmm. It's this, and this is what makes it work. This is what makes non-meal planning, meal planning <laughs> work because your pantry is always stocked. Yeah. And so this, 
once you make your list of meals, once you make your list of um, anchors and you decide, okay, on Mondays we're doing this and on Tuesdays, then you want to go through your list of meals and see, okay, what are the ingredients that these meals call for? That's how you stock your pantry. Mm -hmm. Then then you have to buy all that stuff because if you don't buy, if you don't stock your pantry, then this meal plan is not going to work. This meal plan thrives on a stocked pantry. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a blessing in other ways too, which I'll tell you about. But um, you just, it. I, I will tell you, it's expensive because you're buying a lot of things. Like if you're buying meat, you're buying chicken, you're buying beef, you're buying pork, you're buying a lot. So I did it all at once because I wanted to just get going with my meal plan. I knew I was going to be buying it down the road anyways. I did it all at once. It works awesome if you do it all at once. But you know, if you can't do it all at once, You'll just have to keep in your minds, okay, I'm not going to be able to make everything on my meal plan yeah. right now. I can only just make this these this half mm-hmm. of the list. <laughs> and next time I'll make that half. Anyways, so you just have to you have to stock your pantry in order for this meal plan to work, basically. And then next point is is the star of the show. And it this is my favorite hack in the kitchen. It's keeping your fridge and pantry stocked at all times. And it's like, okay, how on earth can we keep it stocked at all times? Well, the hack is every single time you run out of something, you write it on your grocery list. Mm -hmm. Or even better, which is what I personally do because it's so awesome, if you pick up your groceries, Mm. if you do grocery pickup or grocery delivery – as soon as you run out of something, immediately it add it to cart. your grocery list yes. or to your cart. Immediately add it to your cart. This is awesome. I, I cannot stress how awesome it is. It's so awesome that one time we had company on a Friday night. I do my grocery pickups on Saturday because we're out there by the church um, on Saturday. So that's when I do it. Mm-hmm. We had company one night on a Friday night. They were here till 12.15. And then by the time – when I – like I was in the shower or something. I was like, oh man, I forgot to order my groceries. I got to do a grocery pickup tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But guess what? It didn't matter. It doesn't matter because all throughout the last week, every single time I ran out of something, I put it in my cart. So I literally had to do nothing except click checkout and I was done. Do you see how this saves like like, (laughs) this step right here? I'm telling you, I get so excited about it because it literally saves you so much time. You're not like sitting there thinking, you know, for 30 minutes, right? Making your list for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. You're just. It saves brain power too, because how many times have I been like, oh, I'm out of baking powder, baking powder, baking powder, baking powder, add it to the list. But I don't. And then, you know, the next day, baking powder, you know, say it in my head five times. Don't forget baking powder. And then I get my groceries delivered and I'm like, oh my goodness, I never put the baking powder, you know? And it is frustrating frustrating when I'm like, I could have saved myself time and brain waves of thinking like, I don't have to think about baking powder a hundred times throughout the week just to forget baking powder when I could have taken the two seconds and put it in my cart. Yes. I it I just get I like I said I get so excited about it because it really it really is the key that unlocks the door to never having to meal plan. Yeah. It really is because if you have your list of the meals and if your pantry stocked with the ingredients that you need, 
then and then if you add what you need as soon as you run out to your grocery list or to your cart, your grocery cart, it's it's just it makes it so easy. And oh it, it's just so nice. And there was something else that I wanted to say too. Oh, yes, that's what it was. Um vegetables. So there's this issue with fresh veggies. So if you are only going shopping once a month or once every two weeks, you have to keep that in mind. What are you going to do about fresh veggies? Fresh veggies aren't going to last a month. For us, we go shopping really once a week. So this works out for us really, really well. So I that hasn't been a pain point for me. So if that becomes a pain point for somebody else, you know, you're going to have to figure out how can you fix that pain point. Yes. So um, but we eat fresh veggies like we'll we'll have a lot of fresh veggies that in our fridge that are able to be used for meals but we also eat them like at lunch and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it really like our it's we don't want to waste the vegetables. I'm telling you I have been so convicted about vegetable convicted is a funny word but for real yeah. vegetables and leftovers like we really try not to throw food away and we try to t- try to teach my daughter too like you know Dad works yes so hard and he makes money for us to be provide he provides money for us to have this awesome food. Mm-hmm. Don't let it rot in the fridge. Yes. <laughs> so well, we've and been so, having that conversation with our kids too and just the real I mean they they have their little they don't have a concept of cost but just the reality of groceries are so expensive anymore. Like our grocery budget is just crazy to me. But what's crazier than that is to spend that much every month and then throw away a third of it. Like Mm -hmm. we just, we can't do that. That's not why stewardship. Exactly. It's not right. Right. And not only is it wasting dad's time and money, but the Lord has blessed us with that. Yeah. Right. The Lord's blessed us with that food and we're wasting what the Lord has given us. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I was just really convicted about that. Um, I don't know. It's been a while now, but we, I feel like we do pretty good. I mean, sometimes, you know, there's that, (laughs) the leftover that was in the fridge for five days and nobody (laughs) wants to eat it. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to have to, Hey, we'll give it to the dog. Yes. (laughs) It doesn't get wasted. (laughs) So anyways, it, this, the whole, I, for me, everybody's not going to be like me. I understand that. But for, for our family, this meal plan has been such a blessing and I say our family because if you think about lunches, I feel like lunches are such a dilemma mm-hmm. for stay-at-home families yeah. and healthy lunches too because it's easy to, you know, grab a you know, bag, a little pack of Oreo cookies and a pack of goldfish and a, you know, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But uh, I don't want to be eating like that every single day. I don't mm-hmm. want my daughter to be eating like that every single day, especially after realizing the wreck my my body is in, my hormones mm-hmm. <laughs> after growing up eating like that. Yeah. Well, so I'm trying. We're trying to teach our daughter about healthy food choices, especially for her hormones. You know, she doesn't understand what it all goes into into yeah. that right now. But that's it's such a big part of my life, you know. And so we're trying to teach her about that because it's going to be a big part of her life too as she grows up. And mm-hmm. I feel like we're finally feeling, uh, seeing the fallout of all of us who have, who grew up yes. uh, like, um, 
uh, the the food, the packaged food, and all yeah. that. That was all relatively new. <laughs> yeah, it, it was relatively new. Yeah. I mean, I know they had packaged stuff in the fifties and stuff, but I feel like it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And so, like the really bad stuff was relatively new. Um, fruit roll-ups and all that kind of stuff. And like, if you eat fruit roll-ups, I'm not saying you're wicked or anything. I'm just saying like our food industry. Having that steady diet of Kraft mac and cheese and fruit roll-ups and everything, you know, pre-made and pre-packaged and just nothing fresh and whole. Yeah. And, And that's a benefit of uh, having this sort of a meal plan is okay. I'm cooking every day. That's fine. But going back to the lunch. So <laughs> I think we had been married six or seven years and my husband was like, can you stop making me peanut butter and jelly <laughs> for my lunch? Poor husband. I felt so bad. And so then I started making him ham and cheese. And then he got tired of ham and cheese. So then we switched on and off ham and cheese and peanut butter and jelly. And I, you know, I just recently it dawned on me, like, who wants to eat ham and cheese and peanut butter and jelly for the last 15 years, you know, (laughs) (laughs) for lunch. And so then for his birthday or Christmas or something, we got him one of those lunch boxes that's like an oven. Okay. And so you can, you can heat food. And it's just perfect because you can plug it into that plug in your car. I have not Uh, seen these. That is genius. Yes. Yeah. It plugs into like this. I guess it's the cigarette plug. Yeah. And it heats up. It takes a while. So, you know, you kind of have to, if you're like, if it's 11 and you want to eat it at 12, you need to think, okay, I need to put that in at 11, 15 and start heating it up. But um, yeah, so we now, I always had a philosophy of cook once, eat twice because it does save you time. Well. The problem was I was cooking once, eating twice. Like I cook Monday night for Monday and Tuesday and cook Wednesday for Wednesday and Thursday and Friday for Friday and Saturday. Um, but then lunch comes around and I there's nothing to eat in the house because I don't buy all the, you know, the snacky stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what are we going to eat? What are we? And then you end up eating either nothing or eating junk food because you can't find anything. Yes. Well, so we started doing leftovers for lunches now. So we do still cook once, eat twice. It's just that um, I'm cooking more often mm-hmm. in the evenings now. So I'm cooking every evening now. and But we have good options for lunch, yes. which is really a blessing. And it's a really a huge blessing for my husband too because now he has variety in his lunch. Poor thing. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> Well, Simeon's going to be editing this, and he, I'm sure he's going to be on Amazon, like, add this lunchbox to my cart. <laughs> to my cart, uh, yes. Because, yep. yes, we're, he, well, he doesn't eat too many peanut butter and jellies, but we kind of rotate between ham and roast beef. So it'll open up a whole new world having a lunchbox. Oh, I'm it. telling you what, it really does. And I think my husband really does appreciate it because, yeah, I, I just, I feel so bad for him eating like that all these years. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great, by the way, oh, this is going to be after Christmas. I was going to say, by the way, it's a great Christmas present for your husband, but too late, I guess. I'll have to mention it on Instagram. <laughs> yes, yes. Please yeah. do share that. <laughs> yeah. It's anyways. So, um, and then you have breakfast. That's a whole nother ball game and, and we won't hit that now. But I wanted to say just like a couple hints for when you're cooking. Anytime you make a savory dish that 
for uh, water to make, such as rice or quinoa, you have to replace it with bone broth. It elevates the flavor so much. It, it, homemade, preferably. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. It elevates the flavor so much. It's so delicious. And then when you're making rice, if you are making a meat on the side or something, you take after your meat's done cooking, take that meat juice and just dump it over the top of the rice. And it adds like another layer of flavor. Mm. Uh, so delicious. And then I made um I made this Korean, was it Korean? Uh, I made some sort of dish. I can't remember what it was. It was, I don't remember. Anyways, so it was that's one thing where I was going with this um this stocked pantry. If you always have your stocked pan your pantry stocked, you do not have to stick to your food list. So it's so fun. Like if you see a meal on Instagram Monday morning, you know, Monday night, you can make it because you have a stocked pantry. And so that's where it is such a blessing because then you you are saving yourself the decision fatigue but you are also opening yourself up to a wide variety of cooking. And we've made so many things. We've made Indian dishes. We've made Turkish Turkish dishes and um, Chinese dishes. We've done so many crazy things that I wouldn't have ever done if I was stuck yes. to my meal plan. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, anyways, I hope it, I feel like that I, f I hope this has made sense because it's it just it's not just about meal planning because remember I at the beginning at the beginning I said I don't like meal planning so my pain mm -hmm. point was I hate meal planning so how can I not meal how can we how can I take the stress of eating three times a day always hanging over my head how can I take that stress off of myself without meal planning yeah. and so what I ended up doing is I meal plan twice a year. So I don't think I ever said that. That's all, that's all introduction stuff. You just skipped right over it. So I meal plan for spring and summer and I meal plan for fall and winter. And I don't actually meal plan. Like when, when I first started out, I did, you know, I took the time yeah, and wrote down lists. all the, yeah. but now I'm like, okay, it's spring and summer. Where's my spring and summer list. Okay. No, I'd, I'll take that one off. I'll take that one off. I want to add this one on. Mm -hmm. Um, but then again, when your meal pantry or when your pantry, fridge, every, when everything's stocked, I'm not married to that meal plan. Mm -hmm. So literally, if I always keep my pantry stocked, then we're just talking pantry cooking. And you can get really good at that. And your meals are just like your fallback. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you really can't think of anything, hey, let me go look at that list and see. Because now we're pretty much cooking I I haven't looked at my meal plan really until this podcast for <laughs> because we <laughs> because we've gotten so used to our pantry yes. being fully stocked. So it's nice to have those. Okay, so I say I I don't look at my meal plan, but there's stuff on there that I do all the time, like the mini meatloaves. It's mm -hmm. like a quick and easy meal. Love doing that meal, but I don't need a recipe for it. I just you know make it. Yeah. The the firecracker meatballs, same thing. It's it, they're easy, so I don't have to go to my blog post. And, you know, okay, I need an idea. I know in my head, mm -hmm. hey, on, on sandwich night, we usually have those um, sloppy joes, those uh, those one sloppy joes that I mentioned. I can't remember the name of them right now. Philly cheesesteak sloppy mm -hmm. joes. Those are so delicious. But I don't have to go to my, 
Like I know that's on my meal plan. I don't have to go searching. And that's what I mean by not having to plan. Yeah. I don't sit down on Friday and say, okay, what are we going to have? That's stressful to me. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I, I don't like doing that. Yes. So instead I know, okay, on Mondays we're having sandwiches. I know in my mind, I've got green pepper. I've got onion. I've got ground beef. I've got bread. We're good to go. I'm making that. I got potatoes. We're having French fries. You know, that's what I mean by not having to meal plan. Mm -hmm. It's not that, (laughs) you know, it's not that I don't think about what we're eating. It's just that I'm not sitting down and spending an hour every week on what we're eating. Yes. I don't, some people love that. I don't like that. So I don't want to do that. And when I do do that. I feel stressed and I feel annoyed because I don't want to be doing it. And so this is the way how it, this is what has fixed that pain point. So, well, and I just, again, I mean, I thought this was such a good way to tackle this pain point of meal planning with the idea of simplifying because you've done such a great job at just taking something that can be so overwhelming and stressful on a like weekly basis and making it simple and doable and something that, okay, you're you're enjoying something that you did not enjoy before. Yeah. And I always laugh because I'm like, it's either simplifying or it's lazy. So <laughs> well, either <laughs> no, way, your I, family I, sounds like they're well fed. So yes, yes. And and we are, and praise the Lord for that. Like I said, I always when we sit down, especially for dinner. I always, I, that word just always comes to mind abundance. And I'm just so thankful. You know, I mentioned it before. I don't love cooking. I don't, but I love being able to make people happy through food, whether that people is those people are my family or friends at church. I I love it. Mm -hmm. And so I'll, I will pick a really hard recipe because I can't wait to give it to somebody. (laughs) You know, it's not that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to make a cake. You know, that's not, that's not, but that, that goes for anything in life. I, you know, we've talked about clean 15. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I don't want to clean. I have a friend who loves cleaning. I don't get that, (laughs) (laughs) but we simplify. We take these things that are hard for us. And like you said, we simplify and I'm so excited that you're doing this because that is really, in essence, that's where I want to get to on my, like, I'm slowly making my way there on my website and my, my blog and my Instagram account is just like living this pared down. Like, what are your pain points? Let's put a system in place to fix it. Yes. It leaves so much room for, you know whatever else you want to do. Yeah. Well, and I <laughs> love that. your family. I love that. I love that so much because it is important stuff. I mean, we've, we've got to feed our families, mm-hmm. but I also love the idea of not being so bogged down mm-hmm. with just life responsibility, you know, with the cleaning, with the house, with the food, mm-hmm. um, that I don't have time for anything else. I love yeah. being able to have time for things that I love, whether that's family or podcasting or breeding, whatever that is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but while also yeah. not having home sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you're doing is really, you're just putting it on autopilot. Yeah. So for example, we got back from vacation the Saturday before, I think it was the Saturday before we left. So we left on Sunday after church. The Saturday before we left, I still did a grocery pickup, even though we were going to be gone all week, because I knew that when we get back, I needed something 
you know, I needed food. And I also had, like, I knew in my mind what, what I wanted to make when we got back a quickie. I think it was like the non-pizza or something. Well, I had all that stuff there. I, you know, if I had run out of, you know, the garlic powder or whatever, I picked that up on Saturday before we left. So it was all there waiting. So when we got back from vacation, it wasn't like this huge cloud over my head because I had to meal plan for the next week. It was already done. I just came back. We put our stuff away. I made dinner and we just moved on with our life. It wasn't like, so if there's in, that is the beauty of systems in your home is your life is simplified and you're, if there's like a big, if a big thing happens, you know, it can just, it can just keep on plodding along. Yes. And there's so many things I just, there's so many things I want to talk about, you know, there's (laughs) laundry and there's this and that, but we're not talking about that today. Yeah. So. Well, anyway. share it on your blog, and I'm sure you'll join me on the podcast again in the future. <laughs> it's always a blast. I love it. I love it. Oh, goodness. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on. I, it's helpful for me, and then I know it's just going to be helpful for so many other women who are just trying to simplify so many areas of their life, especially in a new year. I feel like that's a time where we're all just kind of like, okay, assess life, hit the reset button. Where am mm-hmm. I at, and where do I want to be? And I really think this topic is going to be very helpful. So thank you so much for joining. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I hope that the No Higher Calling podcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe, share with your friends, and engage with me on Instagram at nohighercalling underscore. You can also subscribe to receive the No Higher Calling encouragement email on my website, which is www.nohighercalling.org. This includes podcast notes, what I'm reading, spiritual encouragement, a glimpse into my home, and some of my favorite products and resources. You can also enjoy more content on the No Higher Calling YouTube channel. I pray that this podcast will encourage you to fall more in love with Jesus and to be the Christian woman he's called you to be. Thanks for listening.